today's Leading Women episode 291 with the wonderful Vanessa Horn. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today. Vanessa Horn. Vanessa Horn is the CEO of Vanessa Horn International, a global business and personal development company, and is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and the author of the book, I'll Have What She's Having. She has successfully built and sold several businesses, and her training and coaching has been used by more than 7,000 mission-driven entrepreneurs to rise to the top of their industries without burning out or selling out. Her Profit with Honor Prospecting System is a proven system to attract an endless stream of prospects and effectively close without having to be salesy or pushy. Vanessa has been featured as an expert guest on several Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC News and morning shows across the country. So women of the world, Miss Vanessa Horn, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Vanessa, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the SWAT equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment any time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind a niche? Yes. I have worked as an entrepreneur over the last 11 years. I have bought and sold a franchise. I have successfully built to the top in the network marketing industry. I have launched and done coaching and speaking and now authoring my own books. So I have tried it a number of different ways. And there's the, this concept that exists in the marketplace that says do what you love and the money will follow and then then there's this other concept that exists among marketers who say test what the market wants and sell the market what they want and I believe that the way that we create a business that we love that gets us to the top in the industry and we do not burn out or sell out, sell out our soul in the process, 
is a combination of the two. It's where what we love and what the world needs intersect. And so I say that we must get so deeply in touch with what we would love to do, but that's not enough. We must be able to communicate it to the people who are looking for what we want. And that is where the power of marketing and sales comes in. And so it's that intersection precisely. So I've worked with a lot of people who I've seen who are creating businesses because they've tapped into a business model, but along the way, they never slowed down long enough to say, one, is this creating the lifestyle that I want? Or two, do I really love this work? And I'm happy to share my story of how I had to get deeply in touch with that. And then I've worked with people who've, too, gone the path of they are doing work that they love, but they're not doing it profitably. They're not really operating at that next level of income and leverage and time freedom and impact that they know they're capable of doing. So what are they missing? They're missing really putting the infrastructure in place and the busy the business savviness to be able to market their love in such a way that it has the market clamoring for it. So those are the distinctions I make for anyone who's saying, I want to start a business. How do I be profitable in it? I say, do not sell out your soul for just what the market wants, but get super, super clear on what you love. But let's go find the people that are hungry for it so we can market to them and get the sales skills in place that converts them to clients or prospects or or business partners who are part of your business. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. And I love when I said about profiting with your passion. I mean, doing what you love, but at the same time, finding those people that love what you do. And it's in the intersection of those two that the business really um, make becomes profitable and not only uh Profitable for you as well, but for uh, for for your your customers, for your clients, for your target market. But what was that defining moment? You know that prompted you to start a business and made you say, "This is my business." Well, I'm going to share the defining moment that had me really get in touch with what it was that I'm doing now, which is 100% congruent with my heart, but also has been yielding the highest financial return because I've been successful in business. And, you know, I always tell people, if you're looking for another business coach who's going to help you be successful in business, they're a dime a dozen. Like there's a number of people who are going to be out there who are going to teach business strategies and how to make money. But the distinction that I make is one, I spent a good amount of time in making certain that what someone creates is precisely what they want to create. I, the title of my book is called I'll Have What She's Having. <laughs> Because the very thing that we want in life, the very woman that we want to become in life, it's already inside of us. And so I say that when we're living a life that's so fully alive, it's what is the biggest magnet for our clients. When they look at us and they say, oh my gosh, I'll have what you're having. Tell me about your business. How does this work? Because it's a given most of the people who go into business are investing the time 
to be skillful at what they do, to create mastery at what they do. But it's not enough to have mastery without also being fully alive in it and having the business behind it. So the reason why I make this distinction is because I had been successful in corporate. I'd been successful in our franchise. I was successful in network marketing. But along the way, in every single one of those scenarios, there was a part of myself that I had not allowed myself permission to pursue and to do what I would really, really, really love to do. Now, they all had elements of things that I loved. Like I loved speaking. I loved coaching. I loved being able to empower people to create businesses and create income and to create lifestyles that they loved. But the distinction was that I was I was compromising the message. I was compromising how much of myself I was infusing into my own work. And so it came to a point where last year I had made a decision to launch online. And this is a, a question that I ask of anybody who wants to build a business. And I was about to go online and I was following a a lead of somebody who was my coach and I had invested at this point probably about $15,000 just in the online launch piece not not counting the previous over a hundred grand that I had invested with coaches this was just for my done for you Facebook ads and getting my landing pages and everything done online and it was investing you know 15,000 for that for my first online launch not knowing whether or not it would be profitable. It was disastrous. I went out with, this was my message, how to leverage technology A to Z. But it was like, let's test what the market, like this leading of of my coach was, let's test what the market wants. And this is why I say it's not enough. Don't sell out your soul for what the market wants because there's an element of us being so fully alive that we have to bring to our work. So I went out with how to leverage technology A to Z. We were running ads, spending $15,000 on getting everything up and running with this to launch and test a program that the market might want. There was everything that could imagine was falling apart. Facebook had blocked my domain. A company was suing me for targeting ads at their at their group and all this and that was going wrong and I was like this thing is going to be a flop I will have just invested 15 grand and will I make any money and and I was in tears my husband's like babe maybe you're going through this so that you can help your clients who step out who put themselves out online and maybe they put themselves out online and they hear crickets whenever they try to sell something they're passionate about maybe it doesn't go well for them and you'll be able to encourage them and teach them what they could have done differently. He's like, what do you need to hear right now? And I go, in tears, I'm like, I need somebody to tell me ABC123, this is what you need to do, Vanessa, and it'll be a wild success for you. And I realized that there was a part of this journey that I had to be on. I was, my coach called me at that very moment when I'm driving away from talking to my husband And pardon the language, but he was like, beep, what the market wants. What makes you come alive, Vanessa? If this were the last year of your life, what would you do? 
And I was like, why the heck am I waiting to get out my message of I'll have what she's having? Because I haven't figured out how to market it. Because I don't know how it fits into how to leverage technology A to Z or how to market in such a way that the market wants it. I go, that's what I've been waiting, but it's the passion of my heart. It's the passion to show people that they don't have to compromise who they are, how to get really in touch and shed all the opinions of society or what anybody else wants for them and get so clear with what is their gifting, their purpose, their their experience in life that they can turn around and monetize and give into the lives of others by being fully themselves, fully self-expressed. I go, that's the message I've got to get out for people to know their value and their worth and to be able to step boldly into who they're called to be in this life. And he goes, go do that. And I sat there and I was like, if not now, when? If not now, when? I went, he put me in front of 15 television producers. I was like, I had not, the book wasn't done. The program wasn't, I I sat in front of them and I go, this is the message that I have for the women of the world. The way you'll become the woman you want to be is by loving the woman you are by honoring your heart, by discovering what is your true purpose and living it without any reservation. And the money comes from people saying, I'll have what you're having. For those who personally market ourselves and being so doggone good at what we do. And so I, 12 of the 15 producers booked me on shows, national television shows, local shows. I was all over the place. They wanted me on there. Then I went to go do this online launch, which had been marketed as how to leverage technology A to Z. And I brought this new passion that I had into that that launch. I booked strategy sessions, sold 100% of the people who came into that got sold into my coaching program. 100% said yes the first week after my launch. To create in that week 30,000 in a new program. And it was like the start of my, my coaching career. And it could, I know I would not have had those results. Now, I teach marketing and I teach how to get the result. I'm not cutting out. You are cutting out. I'm gonna. I was gonna say, um, but I, I can edit from here. Uh, I. You okay. were cut up for like a few seconds. I can edit that one. I think this will get us back. Okay. Okay. So, I teach marketing. I teach sales conversations of how do you convert. But I will tell you, those of my clients who get the best results from their marketing and who get the best results from their sales conversations and from any sales methodologies that they use are those who are most deeply in touch with their passion and who are not compromising any part of themselves in the expression of their business. 
And it took me going through that point in my life of saying, I don't care about building success in business if there's any part of my soul that's being sold out in the process. And then seeing that I could bring all these things and monetize my deepest passions, my gifts, and the skills that I've spent so much of my career investing to learn, to give into the lives of others. And now it's not only worked for myself, but every single client that I've had. And my clients are network marketers. My clients are coaches, speakers, any service providers, freelancers, people who are marketing their services. Even people who have products. I met uh, one of my clients, a photographer. How do you distinguish yourself from the marketplace? It's by infusing your personality. It's infusing why you do what you do and you make it so clear to everything that you touch. Clients, marketing, business partners, it is at the forefront and it makes the biggest difference of people saying, I have to work with you. I have to align with you. Otherwise, we look and sound just like everybody else in the marketplace. Wow, great takeaways in every word that you've just shared. I mean, I was so hooked into listening to every word that you've shared. Totally on board with you about following your passion, leveraging the skills, the you know, the gifts that you have without compromising yourself, without being bound by what other people want. It should be based from what you want in the first place. And then find those people that really cater to what you, what you are passionate about. Really big on that. And you've touched also your, um, about your defining moment, the vision that you have. I mean, helping other women realize that they are they are good in themselves already and so that they can be able to be who they want to be and share that passion, share the vision that they have for other people. But I'd love for you to talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? One of the top things that I see women that I coach women on a lot and it be, I just see as one of the top questions that women have is this thing of confidence. How do I believe in myself? How do I have the confidence to go out and create that? Because we will get results from our sales conversations. We will get results from anything that we would ever propose to somebody when we come from a position of confidence. And I believe that this has been instrumental in me creating the results that I have in my career and in, in virtually everything that I've tried is that it there's a couple of really key things that I teach around confidence. One is you must see your success as a done deal. Done. Because you do not have time to question and linger in the space of your own success being a question because it inhibits the very gift that you get to give to the lives of others. I look at, I know one of the things that you do on your show is you ask, who's your superhero? Who's somebody that you look up to? And I look at, I mean, the people who inspire me the most are people like Martin Luther King Jr., who was called to set captives free 
of racial division and he was leading a movement. The people who inspire me are people like on Braveheart, you know, he's standing there leading a movement of freedom for an Vanessa, are you are cut again. Vanessa, are you there? You're cutting. I don't know what that is. Okay, I'll cut from here. Okay. The, so the people who inspire me are these people who are leading a movement that they know that they don't have time to linger in the small things that might hold them back from their mission in this life because it's about other people. And if I allow myself to get stuck, if I allow myself to get caught up in the cares of this world, if I allow myself to get, get, you know, play small, it means that somebody else's freedom, somebody else being set free from their captivity, from them being set free from fear, them being set free to do work that they love, or them being set free to whatever, you know, all these different things that I personally help people with. It means that they're not being able to experience that freedom if I allow myself to be held back. So I always envision the end result that I want as if it's a done deal. Then I can put myself like now, a year ago, I was a nobody online. Nobody. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a thought leader. I'm going to be a thought leader that is teaching people how to create success without compromising their family, their soul, without selling out, burning out, or losing out, and getting to the top in such a way that it's them fully grounded, holistic approach to success. I'm going to be a thought leader in this space. I'm going to bring everything that I've experienced in my life to equipping people with the skills that I have in business. I've been doing business, my MBA, all these things that are just part of the portfolio of how I can serve people. But I'm going to be a thought leader in this space. I was nobody a year ago. If I waited on the results to affirm that I could do this, I would not have had the confidence. But instead, I put myself as if I'd already been doing this for years. I was a sought after thought leader and people were interviewing me and who were wanting my, my, my thoughts, who were in my programs, who were asking me to speak on the topic of my book, all these things. I just envisioned it as if it was already done. And then was it any surprise that walking in that confidence as if it was a done deal because this isn't about me, this is about who can I help with this message that I started getting like that's when the television stuff opened up, the interviews, the telesummits, the radios, the internet up, all these things that opened up as a result of stepping forward confidently to help others came first from envisioning it as a done deal. So that's one thing to do to ensure confidence. The second thing to do to ensure confidence is Many times we discount what is our very genius work. Many times we discount our genius work, the very thing that comes most easily to us is where we need to be doing our work. The very thing that 
people seek us out. So here's one of the things that I was discounting in myself. I could spend 25 minutes. I could book a 25-minute appointment on my calendar and in that time spend time with somebody to get so clear on what was their genius, what was their most powerful story to infuse into their marketing message, and what was their very purpose for why they were in existence, I could do that in 25 minutes. And meanwhile, I felt like I had to build out my program to include a whole bunch of other stuff because I was taking for granted the transformation that getting to the root of that kind of work was doing in people's lives. And I know from having done that now with so many clients that many of them, their genius work, they're discounting. And so they're thinking, I need to go get another certification. I need to go get another course. I need to go get additional training, this and that, before I'll create what I really want in my business because they're discounting their genius. Stop it. Stop it. The very thing that is effortless to you people will pay for. They will pay for when it's translated to the outcome, the results they can get in their business, in their lives as a result of experiencing that gift. And so that's those are two key things around confidence that I say are instrumental because your clients, your prospects will hear your conviction in your voice for them to say, wow, I need to have this. Because if you waver, if you don't have that confidence, you end up selling. You end up thinking you have to get everyone that comes to you instead of being selective about who you work with. You end up discounting your services less than what you should be charging. But when you're walking in that confidence, then you can say, you know what? I'm selecting my clients as much as they're selecting me. I want to make sure it's 100% fit. I'm charging premium rates in the marketplace because I'm the best at what I do. Nobody else does it in the same way that I do. I have abundance mindset to know that there's plenty of business for me. How do I want to go and create it? So that's one of the key qualities that I think um, women could <laughs> can have more of. All right. So having that confidence, and I love what you um what you describe and what you've shared regarding having that confidence, those two key things that you have shared and seeing your success or seeing your vision as a done deal that is already happened. And the other one is not discounting your genius work. Really very, very helpful there. And the other one is the having that abundance mindset. I mean, this is really huge, especially for us in the, in the marketing world, in the online world, and even the offline world. This all this and more than enough, um, enough people, enough people that we can serve with what we are passionate about. So really have that. So these traits that Vanessa just shared with us, the good news is we can all cultivate and adapt them in our lives in general and in our business building activities. So thanks for sharing that. And on that note, I'd love for you to talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our 
audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, I know that one of the key things that your audience really wants to know about is how do you manage personal life, business life, and keep that balance in it all. And so I'll share specifically how I've been able to overcome that. And it's a regular practice on my behalf in order to manage this. So one of the key things that I As I mentioned, I mean, I had a successful career in corporate and the business endeavors that I had done in the past were successful for me. And there might be people who just say, well, if I just make this amount of money, then I'll be happy. I'll tell you, it is not fun to be making a lot of money and being burned out or having your family sacrifice or your health sacrifice as a result. And so that's why I'm just like 100% focused on helping people create some success without sacrificing the lifestyle, without sacrificing those things that are most beneficial that creates the whole life success that they want. And it came from reading this verse um, that I met, I read in the message um, version of the Bible. It's Matthew eleven twenty eight, And it says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out? Come with me. Walk with me. Work with me. Come and see how I do it. I will lay nothing heavy or ill-fitting on you. Watch how I do it and learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Watch how I do it and I will show you how to live freely and lightly. And I read that and I was like, that's what I want. I don't want a business where I'm worn out and burned out. I want unforced rhythms of grace. Is it possible to create success in a way that is with grace and ease? Is it possible to truly live freely and lightly? And it was that message that I was like, okay, this is a, this is a partnership. This is a partnership with the divine to be led this invitation that said work with me see how I do it I was like this is my greatest business partner let me be led by divine guidance in how I build my business and one of the key things that I do is I really honor my heart whenever I feel and I've always been a very heavy intellectual minded person like mind over matter and it was some really key events. I lost a child, an unborn child. I lost my mom and I had a wreck. All of these things happened within a couple years span. And because of that, I experienced so much connection to my heart and what was really important in life that it made me finally for the first time ever honor that my gut that my heart could guide me as well as my mind and my analytical skills could. And so sometimes as women, we discount when we get a hit, when we get an intuition, when we get a direction about something. And I say, you know what, if you're getting those things, honor them because sometimes they guide you the most. And there's things that we may on paper 
look like it's a good business opportunity. I had a gentleman who presented me a business opportunity that was like, you know what, for all intents and purposes, I should have said yes. But in my heart, I was like, "Mm, no, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. And I've learned to honor to say no to the things in my life that don't feel 100% right. I look at everything on a scale of one to 10. And if 10 is a hell yeah, if 10 is a hell yeah life, the only way I'm gonna create a hell yeah life is saying hell yeah decisions at every point along the way. And so unless something is a 10, I say no, even if I it doesn't make sense to me. If something's not a 10, I've learned to distinguish that entrepreneurs can spend a lot of time wasted in sevens, eights, nines, even 9.9s in their life because they can do them adequately they can do them really good. Most entrepreneurs have a, you know, they're, they're competent people. But the way you're going to create that life that you love is only saying yes to the 10s. Even the 9.9s, cut them out. Even if you don't know what the 10 is yet, leave the space in your life to say yes when it comes along by saying no to anything that's less. And therefore, it helps to create balance in our life because we look at, I do this regularly. Whenever I start getting out of balance and something feels off, like I have my rituals that help me, you know, really stay balanced. I have my my supplements that I take regularly, my eating regimen, my workout regimen, my sleep regimen, my time with my kids that I schedule in, my my balance with my family. And when things start getting amok and I'm getting into overworking mode or something, things get out of balance and it, it I go back to this is this a hell yeah? And I go through this worksheet, which I'll offer to your audience as, yeah, as a gift that they can do, which is basically three columns, which is like hell yeah, maybe, or no. And I have the examples in that worksheet where I looked at every single area of my life. Where am I spending my time? What am I spending my time on? Is it a hell yeah? Is it a 10 out of 10? If not, it's in the no column. Or if it's in the maybe, I'm looking at can it be a hell yeah, or if not, then it's a no. And so it created me being very, very honest about even who I was spending time with, conversations I was having. My husband and I used to fight for the first 13 years of our marriage about who was going to be paying the bills and keeping up with the financial taxes and stuff like that. And it was in my hell, it was in my no column, my hell no column. And I realized it was in his hell no column too. Why the heck were we fighting for 13 years over which one of us was going to buckle down and do it rather than hiring somebody who did it for us so we can make money doing what we love? We can make more money to be able to afford them. So I do that on a regular basis. I clean up my life and I always say, if things are out of balance, it means I've said yes to things that I should be saying no to. And so it looks at what do I need to say no to? What do I need to say yes to? And I'm only saying yes. I'm stringently disciplining to only say yes to the things that are a yes. Now, I'll be honest. There was a time on there that my husband's family made it into the no column. They, I felt unsupported and my business ventures and some other things and some things that they had said that I interpreted as you know, being misunderstood and that they weren't supportive of me. 
and they were in the no column. And so sometimes when people make it into the no column, we need just need to have healthy boundaries that just says, you know what, for me it meant I'm going to be okay with not going to every family function. It means I'm going to be okay with sometimes I say no and I'm going to choose to do something else instead to invest my time somewhere else. Or here's the thing that started transforming. I started, one, realizing that it was purely my interpretation, and two, just bringing like new presence to whenever I was with them. How can I make this moment a hell yeah? And it transformed our relationship. And so now like that, I realized like I was totally missing out. So now every encounter with them is hell yeah. And I'm okay the times that I say no, because women sometimes say yes to things based on what they think other people want or need, and they betray themselves in the process. How can you just say, no, this is a no for me, and I'm not going to feel the pressure of what anybody else expects to be able to say, no, how can I take care of myself and honor myself so that I am a better mom, I am a better businesswoman, I am a better community member, a member of society, because the best version of myself is showing up. Wow, I'm in great tips and great concept that you've shared in terms of this work-life balance. And I love uh, that you, you mentioned about setting those foundation. I mean, your health, your sleep, your workout, your time with the family, and having this uh, exercise that you have just mentioned about setting, okay, what which one you have to say yes to, which one you, say, you have to say no. And when you say yes, that has to be a really yes. And you really have to set boundaries and, and set expectations to other people if they don't meet your criteria of how you want things done, how you want your life done. Say no to those be, and be okay with it. Honor your heart and God. Just what Vanessa uh, just shared with us. Great tips. And um, with this work-life balance that we all are challenged with or we all struggle with. So I love that you Here's the other thing. I'll, I'll add this because it is such the thing that I've seen in working with women. Um, one, we just need permission. Like sometimes we think that we need to show up like men in business in order to be successful. No. You can be 100% feminine. You can be 100% um I mean, I just say like there is no need to be pushy or to be this total overbearing individual to be successful. You can be grounded in being classy. You can be grounded in being confident. You can be grounded in being a a such a presence that people are like, wow, I want some of that. Like that's really what attracts people to work with us. And the other thing is we suffer as women entrepreneurs from what I call this like guilt like it's you know we get triggered by something we see on Facebook or by another mom or what some mom or family member or mother-in-law or mom may say to us about the way that we're parenting and we can spiral into guilt and go in and out of it with regard to balancing our work and our private life balance and I say that get super clear like there will always be a mom who quote unquote is a super mom who's doing something better or different than you. Like I have a mom who like her kid is the same age as mine and who is reading and doing like almost my kid is 10 and her kid is 10 and her kid is like reading stuff like ready to go into college. Okay. So if I try to stay, keep up with her and use that as a standard, 
it's ridiculous. I, I would have to basically invest in that is equally to what she's doing. And I can't do that and also do what I do with my business. So I had to be really clear about, well, what do I want to create? What's my definition of success? What's my definition of a, of a wonderful relationship with my kids? And what's my definition of of how I want my life to live? And so you look at those things that are hell yeah in your life. So like with my kids, you look and you build in, what do I need to have daily? What do I want to have weekly? What do I want to have monthly? That is my measurement for connection with my kids. And so for instance, daily, I just blocked off that, you know what, once my kids get home from school, from four o'clock until bedtime, uh, the kids have me, I am fully present for them. And we're eating dinner together as a family every evening. Like this was just things that I wanted to define. So that was a daily thing. Weekly, I am going to eat lunch with them at school on Fridays. I'm going to block off lunch on Friday to go eat lunch with my boys at school. Monthly, I'm going to have a date night with each one of my boys. That's just one-on-one time with us where I take them, you know, maybe we go out for ice cream on the weekend or maybe we go to a movie or maybe we just do family family night. Um, that's one of our weekly things where we'll cook up a bunch of popcorn and watch um, popcorn time is a wonderful website for, for getting movies and like a, I don't know, I think they're free. It's cheap. And we'll watch movies as a family. And these were my definition that I built in without, and I just know that they're there and I never have to question, am I spending enough time with my kids? Because I've built it into my calendar, those things that are non-negotiable for me. And then if I do extra, great, it's on top of it. But then I'm never questioning in comparison to somebody else or letting the mom guilt trigger get kicked in whenever somebody makes a comment because I know that they're built in. And my kids, my husband for my 40th birthday recorded a video of all the my friends and my kids and everybody making you know these videos for me. And every single one of my boys mentioned how much it meant to them that I ate lunch with them on Fridays. Like just that consistent thing stood out to them as something meaningful. And so that's one of the ways that we can build in this life balance is just to build in what is a priority and build it into your schedule. I have my my cycle. I go to cycle class. Uh, I go to cycle four days a week it's on my calendar it's blocked off it's non-negotiable when I'm taking my supplements when I'm going to my bedtime hour I mean these are things that are just built into my calendar and it helps to maintain success based on our own definition of it being in touch with our heart and shedding any expectations from society or anybody else even all these people that you have on your show I mean, let us use other people's lives and other people's stories as inspiration and let us not betray in the process, listening to our own heart and defining it to what matters most to us and building our life and our business based on that. 
Yes, I mean, the bottom line here is to set your priorities right and make time for those. Put them in calendar. I'm big on scheduling things. And not only your what you want to do with your business, but the family events, the family schedule, those are really important. So set your priorities. So what are those that are important to you and make time for them? I think that's the bottom line here in what Vanessa just shared. All right, Vanessa, I'd love for you to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. I know you've given us a lot of tidbits during this chat, but I'd love for you to put them down in, uh, in, boil them down into your top three tips or advice. You know, for those entrepreneurs or those who are just starting out, I'd love for you to share them. What are your what type of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn which you give them knowing where you came from and where you are headed at? So I will just summarize what I've said over the course of this um, this interview in different ways because they're really the top things that I that I uh, just share over and over and over. Number one, the way that you're going to create, the most successful business possible where people are seeking you out are pursuing you is for for them to say I'll have what she's having and the only way you're going to create and I'll have what she's having life is for for you to ask yourself how can I say I'll have what I'm having what do you need to say yes to And what do you need to say no to, to create an I'll have what I'm having kind of life? So that's point number two, hell yeah or no. If it's not a hell yeah, say no. And point number three is don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs are people who are fully alive. Wow, I love those tips. I love that you summarize them in that in that concept, so that our listeners can take action on today. So the first one is to create the "I'll have what she's having" kind of life, and and if it is. A yes, hell yeah, then it is a hell yeah. And if it's a no, say no. And then, uh, you know, ask about what makes you feel alive. What What is it that really you are passionate about? What is it that sparks you? I mean, it's this is really, I mean, Vanessa has been uh, sharing, uh, has been uh, sharing, you know, talking about this and really honing on what is it that makes us feel, what makes you feel alive? What What is your passion? Align that one with what it is that you want to do and your skill set and that's what makes us um, that's what the ticker is in 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 business and in in life in general so great tips and uh, advice that you've shared with us and uh, that we can we can all take action on today now what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with um well the hell yeah or no worksheet which you're your audience can have um, access to. I do that religiously, um, clearing out, clearing out. Um, I also, um, I do, I'm not the kind of person who likes to spend a lot of time in front of my computer. I I mean, if I had it my way, a total hell yeah life is I don't have to respond to email. (laughs) 
Um, I don't have to be in front of my computer. I, I also am spending the majority of my days in my workout clothes. I'm either dressed up very, very nice because um, I do like to dress up and, you know, when I'm doing fun outings and stuff or I'm in my workout clothes. So I like having things that are right at my tool, right at my fingertips on my phone or that my team can use. And I, I say that too many women don't hire their teams soon enough. I say in the early days, like reinvest into your business so that you're, you're hiring help. Don't buy things, reinvest and buy time, reinvest and get help. So some of the, my top tools that I use are, um, Dropbox. I'm sure a number of people have that because in it, I'm not having to send, um, documents to people or attachments or anything. I'm just pointing them in the direction of Dropbox links um, that helps with with things to move very very quickly um, between all my team members and and any email responses I have. Time trade is another one. I do not like to go back and forth and try to find time that works on my calendar for people. So in my signature, and I tell everybody, be a professional. Have your name, your website, your your uh, phone numbers, your you know, anything that's your, your contact information in the footer of your email. And on there, I always have a link to my calendar. That's a 25 increment minute increments. And so whenever I need to read, you know, somebody's saying, Vanessa, you know, I want to connect. I have a lot of people reaching out to explore JV partnerships and promotions or interviews like this. I'll just send them a, I'll say, what's your email? I'm going to send you just a, a simple email. I don't even type in an email. I just send them an email to their email. It has all my footer information and my link to my calendar, and I tell them to book it on there. So I'm never going back and forth and trying to make calendars work with people. That has been a huge, huge benefit. Um, all right, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, having a calendar, uh, she, like time trade. I use schedule ones, but they're basically the same. Dropbox is a great resource. And, of course, the hell yeah, no worksheet that you're going to be uh, sharing with our listeners. Thank you for being generous in that. I'll make sure to have that on our show notes. And last but not the least, Vanessa, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Sure. The main work that I do is working with individuals who are already in business and they're saying something is off. I'm not fully expressed in the work that I'm doing or I'm working too hard for the results that I'm getting. And so the work that I do is number one, we get 100% on point with what is your purpose and what is your genius work. And then that allows us to create a marketing plan that is messaged based on that work because it's your best work in the world and helps us to brand you and position yourself for a category of one in the marketplace and also ensures the confidence to create premium priced products and services. I spent one conversation with a gentleman who was making like peanuts for his coaching 
We did a total transformation and within two weeks, he'd enrolled three clients at 25,000 a pop to become clients of his. Like the number one thing people get as a result of working with me is feeling 100% on purpose, working smarter, not harder, and making more money for the amount of time that they're investing in their business, whether it's increasing their rates, working more leveraged, or, or working smarter. They, without exception, are all making more money, but investing less time, energy, and effort for that return. Right, and what's the best way that they can uh, learn more about this and can connect with you? I'm offering a free gift, like just a starter kit. Like this ends up being the conversation for any kind of, um, you know, coaching or any of my programs. It's people for, for them to get clarity on their purpose of why they're doing what they're doing that infuses their marketing message and the results of their sales and marketing. And so I've, I have a Discover Your Purpose starter kit that is just a free gift. It'll also, I'll make sure that that, that link includes the Hell Yeah or No worksheet and instructions and examples of what I've done in my own life. And that is at VanessaHorn.net, .net, like I said, Facebook blocked my .com one. If you go there, it's still there. But the link for the gift is VanessaHorn.net forward slash discover your purpose and that will have the link to a starter kit for getting clarity on what's your giftings your purpose so that you're a hundred percent on point on that and then the hell yeah or no worksheet so that you're only saying yes to what you really 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 want that creates a i'll have what i'm having life absolutely so that's vanessahorn.net forward slash discover your purpose and for our listeners out there i highly encourage you to go there right now vanessahorn.net forward slash discover your purpose you will get that your purpose starter kit and the hell yeah no worksheet i am gonna be uh, going there too so for our listeners out there vanessahorn.net forward slash discover your purpose and by the way all of these fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Vanessa Horn or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, the link is vanessahorn.net forward slash discover your purpose. And thank you so much for being generous in sharing those um, free gifts for our listeners of today's leading women. Vanessa, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. So appreciate it, Marie. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one, after you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's leading women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Cheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, 
Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.